fun begins. Who's the big guy with the muscles? This is where the fun begins. Who's the big guy with the muscles? All right, everybody. It's time. It's Tuesday night. It's 930. And it's time for Toy Anxiety. Hello. Oh. Welcome to Toy Anxiety. Craig Goldberg here, as usual, with my cohorts, my co-hosts, and a special guest. But we're going to introduce everybody. Uh, Jacob Walsh. What's up, man? Hey man, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, just I'm I'm excited to show off the toys tonight. That's that's the main thing. You're excited to show off some toys. For I once. think we're all <laughs> show me all, the toys. Sometimes there's done. weak. Sometimes the weeks are weak. Right, exactly. Not this week. This is a good week. Okay, very cool. Um, and then Ryan Dole, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fantastic in the darkness. That is my soul and my bedroom. <laughs> we were all giving, uh, giving Ryan a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, noise, I think, about his lighting. Yeah. But he's giving me fine. some feedback like, on lighting techniques. <laughs> yeah, up a little bit. Like, put a light on. Uh, there you go. I'll <laughs> tell you what, the chat is really on fire, excited about Ryan's shelving. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, but they are excited. Yeah, and then uh, Abigail Gardner. Hey, what's up, y'all? good to see everyone yeah and abby's going to be uh, controlling the chat absolutely absolutely and, and there are a lot of people freaking out yeah <laughs> forget the freaking out because the ryan shelves yeah. there you go <laughs> and, and uh uh we should um introduce our uh special guest tonight we did not advertise this this was kind of a last minute edition but we're very appreciative of him being here and hope he doesn't regret it an hour from now uh <laughs> Yes. I don't think he needs an introduction, but he's my favorite X-Wing pilot, uh, Mr. Paul Sun Young Lee. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from like down the street from Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm in Vancouver for the next few months. I'm shooting uh, the, the Netflix live action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender. That so I am here. Yeah, I'm embedded here for the next like six months. So. See, this is I, I feel bad for you and the Netflix production. It's too close to Ryan. He's gonna be on set. He's gonna be <laughs> giving I've got my own movies to work on. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh, it's funny. Um, but no, uh congratulations. Uh that's an amazing uh uh you know, amazing opportunity to be working on that show. And uh, I, like I said, I don't think you need an introduction, but if anybody, uh, you know, wants to know what you're all about, we're going to give you plenty of time to let everybody know this evening uh, awesome. who you are and, and where you came from. I guess we should start with, um, I think, you know, you've come onto the scene. Uh, you are uh, uh, you're a fellow collector. Uh, you're a cosplayer. So give us the, the high level, like 10,000 foot view of, of what your toy and collecting life is all about. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I've always been a collector ever since I was a kid. Uh, sort of got out of it when I was in university just because I couldn't afford it as much anymore. I was living on my own. Uh, and so I left the, the majority of my stash at my folks' place. And okay. uh, I have Im uh, Asian immigrant parents. And so the moment I left, they got rid of all of my stuff, which was <laughs> awesome. So I started from zero. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right now I've, I've actually... I started slowly getting back into collecting things 
a few years ago, um, and it, it all kind of started with I was uh, back in 2016. I wanted to to, to rebuild. A, I wanted to build a proton pack, basically. Uh, in 2015, I'd made a foam core one made out of uh, Sintra and rudimentary lights, uh, based on plans that I got off of GBFans.com, uh, Stefan's plans, and uh, was really happy with it. But I wanted I wanted something a little bit more robust. Um, a castmate of mine, Andrew Fung, he had his, you know, fiberglass Cadillac shell with lights and sound and stuff. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Uh, so, um, yeah, I built a proton pack with like aluminum parts. The thrower was aluminum. It was heavy. It had light, sound, a venting pack, all the stuff. And then once I finished that, I was like, I, I kind of got that taste for, you know, getting back to these franchises and stuff. And then right. I discovered Black Series and started getting more into the to the action figures. Uh, and then just recently, I've fallen down the hot toy as well, like oh, no. hard, oh, yeah, like no. super hard. <laughs> uh, so so much so that I've had to actually cut out. I've stopped collecting Black Series because something had to give, right? And I got to kind of <laughs> stick in that lane too. I, I keep saying that it, it something's got to give. So the Black Series, um, just because I, I I started getting frustrated with Hasbro and their the distribution practices. Uh, it wasn't fun anymore trying to get those pieces just because it was like impossible to get them. And it was a bit mad scramble. It's like people trying to buy supplies during just before a hurricane hits. Right. So it's just like <laughs> I thought I go on Hot Toys, one six scale in incredible detail, uh, you know, discovered sideshow collectibles, uh, became a big fan of them. Uh, started, you know, uh, I yeah, I just. It's more addictive than drugs, basically. I have oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, well better. over 20 in my collection now. My wife's like, where are you going to put it all, dumbass? Uh, <laughs> so, so do you have and, a, a do you have a favorite hot toy that you've purchased or, or one that you got recently that's kind of your, your standout? Uh, God, all of them. Like, honestly, I've been collecting. See, the thing is, when I started as well, like going hardcore into it, it was just like, I'm just going to collect Mandalorian-related hot toys. Okay, but then I discovered, oh my god, I really love like imperial stuff, like stormtroopers in their armor. Yeah. For whatever reason, I just love the armored figures. Ever since I was a kid, I've got like three different versions of Darth Vader now: uh, the Return of the Jedi, ESB, 40th Anniversary one, uh, another one that was a sideshow exclusive. I went and got like I have almost yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, shore troopers, stormtroopers, tank troopers, everything. Um, <laughs> So it's, I'm, buying, it, it, I'm gonna buy a hot toy before the end of this episode. I know. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. I, I, can feel it. I think my favorite one though is a one-to-one scale uh, replica one of Grogu, mm-hmm. the Hot Toys version, because I got the sideshow statue, which was right. my my first sort of foray into like I, I'm not usually into statues, but when I did the I visited the set of Mandalorian in season one, uh, and I saw I saw Baby Yoda before anybody knew about it. And uh, just lost my mind. I was like, "What is that? What is that? Like, <laughs> how do you the, live with that? Like, how do you, you do that? Like, it, how do you it's, that in? honestly, it's one is. I remember Dave Filoni was like, "Now don't tell anybody." I was like, <laughs> oh, "I'm not going to ruin this for anybody." And that's what it was. I didn't want to ruin the same response that I had to it that everybody else was going to get. And I knew I was like, "You're going to break the internet. This is going to break the internet," and it did. So. I got the, the statue from Sideshow, which I love. And I didn't realize this, but they had, Hot Toys had done one too. And the thing is, with Hot Toys, it was poseable. Right, it's articulated. Right? Yeah, and I was like, damn. And then the face, it's, you can open and close the mouth. You can switch out the ears. So it's a little bit more expressive. And each piece has, uh, you know, the, their pros and cons. Um, 
the, the for the hot toys great it's great it's it's uh, art you can articulate the joints uh, but I'd like the sideshow like the soft goods on the sideshow are far more accurate uh, so it you know it's it's one of those really neat things so like I have a ton of Grogu stuff I also collect uh, helmets uh, I was a big investor in Anovos before they went under but I'm lucky uh-huh. I was able to either get them through them okay. uh, or through uh, third party sellers of people okay. who had them in their collection didn't want them anymore so like. Right now, I have, uh, I've got my own YouTube channel called Bitter Asian Dude Inc. And I've got a segment on Sundays called Fun Boxing Sundays, where I take a geeky collectible, I unbox it, do a half-ass review, and then I just chat with everybody who's on there. And uh, yeah, twenty-eight episodes and strong. Um, and uh, yeah, I've I've built a little, a little mini basement, uh, geeky basement, uh, back home in Toronto. That I that's missed amazing. tremendously. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> that's yeah, I'm glad great. you. I'm glad you plugged your YouTube channel and like I know you're building out a community over there. And um, I think what what makes it so unique is like obviously now you're part of that universe. Uh, so yeah. I can't imagine how much even like more special it is for you to engage with the collectibles, uh, knowing that it's now like part of your you know the fabric of who you are as an actor. But also, I'm checking my email every day if I'm you like wondering when my hot toys coming like when's my action figure coming? like that's the only thing i would personally care about because i'm like i'm sick in the head well, like that so it's great right. because sideshow sideshow sends you like a monthly thing to just to tell you that your products are still on pre-order yes yes, and yes. That still, you're still yeah. waiting for them and i love yeah. it right well jake you went down the hot toys route fairly recently and that's not yeah. something you ever did before and like it, it is there is something when you get that first 12 inch mm-hmm. figure yeah. and you see those head sculpts in person yeah. it's like a powerful it's another level of like action figure collecting yeah uh, and it was so. it was it was you know for me it, it was that thing where i never knew exactly where i fit in with my star wars collecting it's like one of those things that i love but there's so much stuff out there that it was hard for me to decide where i wanted to go with it but then i bought that luke and that loot came in, and I was just like, well, I guess this is it. I guess I'm buying hot toys. So. Yeah. <laughs> I found my calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I think, like, I, I, I find, you know, one twelfth scale, or I'm sorry, one sixth scale collecting, that's like a whole universe in itself. And, yeah. like, uh, the, the photography and the, you know, the, the dioramas and, and everything, it's just like, I'm intimidated by it. Like, I've got a couple hot toys, but I don't, you know, I, I, I don't call myself a hot toy collector because I, I, there are people over there that that is their number one focus. I'm definitely still more uh, black series. Um, and, uh, but Hey, that could change by the end of tonight. So we'll see. It will. We're all, we're all looking up that one, one scale Grogu right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm still hanging tight. I'm going to have my first hot toy. I'm going to gra- get it at celebration. Okay. Um, okay. That's yes. the plan. With I got two on pre order special night. later in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my first one, I want to grab at Celebration at their big sideshow booth that they have. Well, it's a big That'd moment. In one yeah, life, you want it to first be one. special. Yeah. I, want, yeah, I do want it to be special. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. like your first kiss. Absolutely. That's way better than that. My <laughs> first hot toy was uh, my first hot toy was actually uh, I bought off of a friend, and it was the uh, Hawk Princess Leia. And oh, uh, wow. one of the reasons I got it was because, well, first of all, it was new in box. And he said, look, I'm not going to be able to display this. And it deserves to be displayed. So I want to sell it to somebody, uh, you know, who appreciate it. And I was like, yeah. And it was the he, it was a great price, to be honest. And it was like, okay. I'd heard of Hot Toys. I'd seen it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, and I did an unboxing on my channel. 
And I was like blown away by the, she was beautiful. Like the face sculpt on her. Like it was almost disturbing how real it looked. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh my God, she's absolutely gorgeous. And that's the Princess Leia that I had a crush on when I was a kid. And just like with the soft parts, you can just see the, the, the detail with the, with the stitching on the fabric, the posability for it. Uh, it was just, I, it blew my mind. And that's really what got me going on it because I love Black Series too. But, you know, sometimes the face sculpts because of the size are a bit janky. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay. I don't remember his face being like that. But <laughs> right. close <laughs> enough, I guess. But that for me, it was just like, it, it, I, I was just stunned because I'd never seen something that looked so lifelike before in terms of that kind of a collectible and then they've really upped their game over the last few years because you know the first the first um first wave of hot toys that ever came out and we're talking like 10 years ago you know they they you know close close right. but like in that way like technology and just artistry and the crafts uh craftsmanship is has advanced so far now yeah um it they're like photo real yeah so. and i do agree hoth leia um I'm on record. That's my favorite version of Leia. Mm -hmm. Always. Fussy. Um, I love that. I love Leia. That. I love that. She's fussy. <laughs> is, is it fussy? Is that just need the kids. because she's fussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I know we all have different uh, hot toys that are on pre-order. I mean, um, Jake, what do you have on pre-order right now? Uh, I have a R2-D2 and uh, Ahsoka on pre-order. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's mm -hmm. all. The Rosario Ahsoka? Yeah. 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 With Grogu. With Grogu. The only hot toys I have on pre-order right now are not even um, Star Wars. It's the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. That's, and I can't right. That's all for yeah. me, baby, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess those are, yeah. those are Abby's more That's than mine. mine. But, uh, uh, and then Is that with or without nipples? Oh, oh God. On the Batman. I'm, so, I'm wait, dude, I don't. I think they hoping. do have nipples. And I, yeah, I remember Schumacher. The, yeah, you got it. The cod piece <laughs> on, on Chris O'Donnell on this hot toy is. I it's half the toy. It's substantial. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one-six scale cod piece. All right. Uh, oh. So, oh, no. Uh, Sorry. You're no, you're good. <laughs> I put my phone in front. I'm, it's. I don't have my regular setup, so I can't see the chat and what's on the screen at the same oh, time. So right. I brought it up on my phone, and then I put the phone in front of the camera. I was like, <laughs> oh, you're good. <laughs> Why is everything black? Great. So, oh. I, was, I was wondering what happened. That's fine. I'm a YouTuber. Um, yeah. <laughs> Abigail, what is going on in the chat? Uh, the chat is, uh, they, everyone was agreeing that Hoth Leia is amazing. I put a few of those comments up. Um, let me see here. Uh, Ray Cameron said, I wonder if Paul's seen Toy Weaver's vintage style figure of his Mando character. I have. I have. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. I haven't even seen that. Okay. It's great. He's got uh, me and he's got a Filoni version as well oh, yeah. so he's he's putting us together and i think he sculpted or they have sculpted forgive me um a cowboy hat for oh. for the feloni character which is oh great. that's cool hell yeah. yeah i mean i listen <laughs> i've got the trapper wolf uh the the black series figure and they did a great job so mm -hmm. hopefully we we see uh carson tiva uh hey, down the line I, i'm waiting for that day asbro <laughs> I'm yeah, waiting for on. that day. I might go back to Black Series if you if you release it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Celebration exclusive. Hasbro's <laughs> taking a nap right now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, like to me, we we talk about we Long listen. We love Hasbro and we love all the brands and sure. we want the Star Wars brand at Hasbro to be you know top of the line. We want it to yeah. be successful. Like to me, mm -hmm. if I'm Hasbro and I'm Lucasfilm and I have. 
uh, somebody like you who's involved in the Mandalorian, who's also a collector, that's like a home run. Like, why aren't you, right. you know, that it, you're, you could be that. an ambassador because like the, like the thing that you have, the, you know, all of we, you know, people like us have is like this enthusiasm for the brand and for the toys and for the collectibles. And it is infectious. I know for a fact, there are people who watch our show who were not collectors who, because of the way we talk about these things, maybe they buy their first figure. Maybe they get their first hot toy, their first black series. So make some um, bad decisions. Yeah. We want people to make bad decisions is what I'm saying. Sorry guys. Uh, yeah, it's fine. We all do it to each other we're too. Enablers, yeah. So we're I wasn't pushers. expecting marvel legends before you know jake and ryan were in my life and now it's like right insane. so mm-hmm. yeah. um well what we normally do right now is we go through our weekly pickups and everybody kind of shows off what we've gotten recently i know i was talking about before we came on uh the air i, I definitely have a lighter week after the chaos of the uss flag last week i've Big week, uh, yeah. i've simmered down a bit mm-hmm. so i only have one pickup this week but you uh, haven't sold it though no, I still have the USS okay. flag. It All is right. not on the selling block. So, um, everybody to, breathe easy. Paul, to give you a, a clarification, I, I, I move and I shake. So sometimes I buy stuff and then I... And we give him shit. And two weeks later, it's out the door. So it's fine. It's fine. Right. Um, wow. So uh, now, uh, this is a good one. Logan figures it out. This show always makes me go toy hunting first thing Wednesday morning. I love that. <laughs> Jeff Morris in the chat. Hasbro needs to make a Danny Trejo Black Series figure with Rancor accessory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Rancor. <laughs> There's a yes. lot of Rancor things. I, I was texting Ryan at think two in the morning on Saturday. I was like, this is how you fix the Rancor situation. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because we were having the same conversation at the bar on Friday. Yeah. There's yeah. a table yeah. of five of us nerds, and we're just all like, this is how you do it now. You redo it. This, you know, alternate yeah. heads, alternate. You have you have two different rancor keepers. Make it yeah. happen. Yeah, well, it's easy. Now and now you drop the price point about two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's and that's you really sell like over fifty thousand of them. Like yeah. honestly, it's it's just like, would you rather have fifty thousand people buying something cheaper or zero people buying something that's super expensive and not worth it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you the know. thing. Also, with now that you have two Canon rancors, you do a couple accessory switches. Everybody yeah. who yeah. wants one's buying two, so I think there's a way. I think they. My official prediction: they're bringing the Rancor back in the next two months. They're going to relaunch that campaign. Yeah, they'd have to. But, res- I mean, if they're going to with the Mandalorian one, they'd have to resize it though. But we were talking about that, where they could, uh, you know, if if they re-release the the original Rancor with a different sort of uh, color scheme, they could re-release the three point seven five version of it uh, as as the baby one. Oh, right? that's interesting. As a calf. As a calf, yeah. Just repurpose that, you know, just stick it in a new box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. New box art. <gasps> yeah. Same sculpt. Danny Trejo. There you go. Sold a million of them. Yeah. Um, that was really fun. I know everybody's enjoying Book of Boba Fett. And we've got a new episode dropping tomorrow. So that'll be oh, something yeah. fun to look forward to. Um, or tonight at midnight for Midnight the, the for West us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so, um, well, let's do uh, a little, uh, a little round table pickup. Uh, Paul, you're a guest. I will let you go first. Uh, yeah. What, what is new? And by the way, thanks for, I know you're like, uh, not even in your home. Uh, yeah. you're, so you, uh, the fact that you have anything is great. Yeah, no. I, I, and again, it's just one of the things about moving away from home is obviously you can't take everything with you. And so it was like clothes or collectibles. Hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> I actually brought gear 
with me. So I have a camera, all my lights, everything like that, because I wanted to keep keep up with my show on the West Coast. And out here, there's a fantastic toy store called Toy Traders. Ryan knows about it. We know the the owner. His name is Matthew Purdy. Um, and it is a fantastic toy store. So I went there uh, a couple of weeks ago and I picked up uh, like a plethora of stuff that I'm, I'm slowly bringing it out for my channel, but I've got to go in for resupplies in a bit. Um, I love that. So, <laughs> yeah. So the first thing, th these are from Weta Workshop. These caught my eye. These are actual uh, artists and sculptors from the, the famed Weta Workshop that did work on Lord of the Rings and, um, you know, The Hobbit and uh, a bunch of other uh uh, shows and this is this is a ghostbuster the mini epics ghostbuster line and this it's a lovely stylized kind of version of all the ghostbusters and i saw them and absolutely had to have them in my mind these are about the same size as a funko pop i mean the boxes are a little bit bigger um but and that's the venkman and here is the slimer but just the sculpts and the detail are spectacular and I've already unboxed two of these on my channel from last Sunday. It was uh, from Alien. They actually had Kane. Who, oh, I have it right here, in fact. Uh, here's Kane getting... Oh. Like, That's awesome. Look at that That's sculpt, amazing. right? And then I got Ripley here. Very right there with Jonesy. Yeah, with oh, Jonesy, yes. Right? Oh, and so... The, I, I, and it's like the detail, like right down to the to the ties on the back of her flight suit, mm -hmm. right? That are that are, and that, that's what I love. It and it's this this sort of caricature style, but not so overdone that it's too cartoony. It's very similar to the uh, the Toonie Terrors that Mecca has out, mm -hmm. um, but these are way more detailed, and so I I, I dig it. I love those, um, and so yeah. There's I've got Winston and Ray. And Egon in the back room. I'm going to be unboxing them uh, this Sunday. And then, yeah, so these, but I love these um, just because, you know, Funkos are cool, um, but these are just so, they don't seem as generic. With Funkos, because of the shape of them, yeah. you know, you have some details, but they, they, after a while, they get all blend in. And if you have two together, you can go, which movie is that from? Right. Is it this character right. or that yeah. character? Yeah. If you yeah. didn't know, right? Yeah. These are, you take them out, and it's like, well, that's Venkman from Ghostbusters. Absolutely, yeah. right? So, yeah, I like those. I'm a lot. really I glad to see these. I haven't picked up any of the the Weta Workshop Ghostbusters. I, I love the Terror Dog one uh, that's out, um, and I've never seen the Slimer uh, in person. Uh, Jake, I think you have it, don't you? I do. Yeah, I have it. It's right here behind me. But I, I think that Slimer is one of the best Slimer sculpts out of yeah. all of the many Slimer figures yep. that are out there. Agreed. Mm, you're a, I you're a Slimer critic too. Yeah, Jake, you are a hardcore Slimer critic. Yeah, so I'm gonna tell Stewart, you. I'll tell you if your Slimer sucks. I will tell you. <laughs> and He's he like has. a wine tester for Slimer. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is an 84 vintage. Yeah. I think the title was Slimer Consultant. I Slimer think Consultant. And Slimer yeah. should yeah. never have legs. That's what, that's the first thing. No <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, shout out to Weta also who we're watching um, Peacemaker. They, I did not realize Eagly, the eagle, mm -hmm. uh, and this is not a spoiler, uh, John Cena has an eagle, uh, is 100% computer generated i had no idea i thought they trained oh. an eagle and was flying around <laughs> uh, and uh i found out today on, on james gunn's uh, instagram that that is a, a weta uh 
creation. He just so. grabbed one of the old assets from Lord of the Rings and then just, you know, <laughs> scaled down over appropriately. It. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering why in some scenes he looked like uh, Gollum. Sorry. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> stupid thing to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Um, thank you for sharing those, Paul. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Ryan, do you have any pickups? Uh, these are my shelves. These are my <laughs> shelves. <laughs> I picked them up because I needed them. And I was in desperate need of somewhere to put my toys. Yeah. Uh, it took me a long time to get these because Ikea is out everywhere on the planet. Uh, but they finally showed up. I will be putting lighting inside the shelves. So I'm hoping that within the next couple months, it just won't be this dark, abysmal potato that you see uh, behind me. Uh, I talked to you on the phone like when you were mid-shelf building, and I could hear your... Uh, not anxiety, that's not the right word, but just we've all been in that situation where we're building multiple IKEA things and there's boxes and paper and mm. it's not <laughs> fun. I felt like empathy yeah. for you. So yeah. oh, uh, thank I'm, glad you. You, I'm glad you finished it. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's, that's it. it. Just the shelves. That's just it. the shelves. Yep. Okay. That was it. Well you'll have to do a toy room tour or a bedroom tour or wherever you are. <laughs> oh, this is it, buddy. There's this <laughs> is your bedroom. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Can you tell the story of what happened when the, the you said somebody was in your house today and was impressed? Yeah. So the guy, I well, I, I work in the other room. So I'm just sitting there at work. I knew they were coming around to test the uh, uh, the fire de- detectors, smoke detectors. Okay. Yeah. Because that's just something they have to do in the building. So, yeah, he comes through. I can't see him because I'm in a, another room. I just kind of yell like, yeah, dude, it's right there. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, all right. And also I hear... Whoa! <laughs> and I was like, everything okay? He's like, man, there's so much cool stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, that's always the reaction. Yeah. That happened to me with my shelf guy yeah, when he the came dude over. Who shelves to yeah, us. he the first time he walked in, he goes, he immediately was like, oh, I'm taking pictures of all of this. <laughs> like, yeah. like it just happens. Like because people, I, I think people who are outside of, I don't want to say normal people, but like. You know, people who maybe don't collect toys or know about like this world, when they see it or they engage with it, it's very. Um, I think it's kind of shocking. Like when uh, Abby and Jake know this, we were at a toy store in Chicago, a vintage toy shop, just like last month, and uh, they were getting a package delivered from Amazon, and the guy was kind of like half paying attention, walked in, and he looked up and he goes, "What the fuck?" Like he just like he. <laughs> And then he spotted there was an LJN wrestling ring, 1980s WWF ring with a bunch of figures in it. And he goes, whoa. And it's just like immediately takes somebody back to like literally their childhood. And like, mm-hmm. it's the coolest thing ever. And then, but the problem is most people go, that's great. I can appreciate it from afar. But people like us are like, I want to buy it. I want that from my house. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> um, okay. I can show off what I have. Um, uh, Jake, do you have, a, you have a couple, right? I got two things, yeah. I just have one thing, so I'll just go. To, so this is um, in line with um, my uh, USS flag from last week. I'm now adding accoutrement, and I'm adding uh, things to to display with it. So I did get a complete uh, G.I. Joe vintage whoop, tomahawk uh, helicopter, and uh, it does have the figure. Uh, Lift Ticket is his name. Um so a uh, lift tickets in there, but it does not have the microphone uh, because I guess that's a that's a very easily lost 
uh, part when you're a child to have a detachable. You were clearly microphone. playing with that. I can tell by I, what, I, I, how the driver is sitting. <laughs> yeah, earlier I was like, oh, I'm scared of helicopters, but the mission calls. And I got in there and I'm like, <laughs> it was awesome. Like B.A. Baracus. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, this thing's awesome. I cannot remember if I had this as a kid or not, uh, but this is a pretty iconic G.I. Joe uh, vehicle. So Yeah, pick dude, this if up you at- had that as a kid, you'd remember. I know. I had like the knockoff one. I had like the one from the dollar store or whatever. So um, this is the, um, I got this at Second Chance Toys here in Atlanta. Uh, so, and I, I've been eyeing some mega G.I. Joe lots. I'm learning all about rebuilding original figures, O-rings, screws. I'm learning what <laughs> screws are. Things are happening <laughs> in my, my G.I. Joe life. So. Um, so that's it. That's it. Um cool. Before we go to Jake, Abigail, what's going on in the chat? Uh, chat was saying that they want a Ken's Convenience playset. Uh, <laughs> okay. <I saw> J- <laughs> Jakey said that, and then you Pat know, echoed I- it. I'm showing back. off a tomahawk here. That's what it is. <laughs> well, I thought it was a good... Here we go. I'll show it now. There you yeah. are. He said he's all in. Oh, uh, there you go. Um, that's the yes. uh, Canadian G.I. Joe playset. <laughs> <laughs> well, 2022 is the year of the playset. We decided that. But if anybody has not seen Kim's Convenience, now would be a really nice time to just say it is available. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's binge-worthy. It yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, you'll laugh and cry. You will, Abby. I saw Abby laughing and crying today. So there you go. <laughs> he just got home. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, great show. Uh, will you, uh, Thank you. What did Kat say? Oh, sorry. Uh, where? There's a. Oh, take co- it back. Sorry. No, there's a comment on the screen. She said I'd buy that so oh, fast, I and I can probably take it off. There you go. Um, <laughs> so fast. There you go. There you go. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, Kim's convenience is is. Uh, uh, great, and I'm sure uh, most of the people here have already watched it all the way through multiple times because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to put one of those like uh, things in for Lego ideas. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, has nobody done it. that yet? Some, I, I somebody, so. um, somebody uh, by the name of Fraser Valley Bricks, uh, I, I think in the West Coast in Vancouver, actually oh, yeah, did a is. full, yeah, did a full mock-up of the store uh, with Lego, and it's fantastic. It's amazing. Tight. So, so yeah, good. somebody's done it. She just so hasn't been entered into one of those uh, those fan uh, yeah the the maker ones. Right. Right. Well, so. I feel like not. You know, I don't. I feel like it's the kind of show that it it kind of flew under the radar. But once it, you know, in America, because uh, I'm, you know, we it's kind of like Shit's Creek. Like once that show hit the streaming platforms here, all of a sudden everybody discovered it and went. Oh, what what is this? This is incredible. Right. This is amazing. So uh, it's really cool that, to have the uh, you know the streaming platforms. You know, but that's how all have... our shows are up here, from mm-hmm. Degrassi to The Littlest Hobo. They're all on that level. Degrassi. I don't. Know. I'm not familiar with The Littlest Hobo. I was going to say, can we please explain The Littlest Hobo? <laughs> yeah, Someone, it's about a dog. To. It's about a dog who travels across Canada and saves people. Oh, oh. that sounds great. Okay, cool. He doesn't like, have what? a home, so he's a he's the okay. Littlest Hobo. Okay. All right, there you go. See, cool. it's a good time to be alive. Something I'm sure there's like <laughs> hundreds of Canadian shows we missed out of in the 60s, Danger 70s, Bay. Danger Bay is another mm-hmm. one. That's very okay. never heard of Danger. Emmett Otter. That all came. Out. Danger Bay wild. is probably one of the coolest openings to a TV show you'll ever see. Danger mm-hmm. Bay sounds like a Universal Studios theme park. Like, like their water park. Yeah, yeah, they should have take place at the Vancouver Aquarium, and and the vets are just saving otters. It would be great. Oh, yes. I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Abby That's brought up. 
Emmett I, Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I, I had no idea what Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas was until this year, and now it's my favorite thing ever. You know, I'm only <laughs> 35 years late, so <laughs> what can you do? Um, all right, Jacob. What do hey, we got? speaking of Legos, <laughs> I got, I got Legos? a giant bag of like, uh, like the off-brand bootleg Legos. This came from Hal Clay as an okay. early, uh, early birthday present. Printed out instructions. It is the Orca from Jaws. Nice. Oh, very oh, cool. cool. So this will sit in the bag for probably a year or two. <laughs> and then at some point, I'll put it together. I, okay. I This is fun. I really appreciate this. Thank you, Hal. That's awesome. You would think, think Hal would know to build it first and then it's give it. It's such a Hal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> he sent me a message before he bought it. And he was like, hey, do you like Legos? And I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess. And I'm like, I, he's like, do you like putting them together? And I'm like, I've never put a Lego together ever, <laughs> except for the the 2016 Ecto one. He was just like, all right. And then he just didn't say anything else. And then a week later, he gave me this. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> well, how the neat and neat person. He asked me too. He was like, Hey, I'm getting Jake the Lego Orca from Jaws. And in my head, I was like, Is that a thing? It doesn't exist. Exist. <laughs> <laughs> It's like bootleg instructions. Uh, that's cool though. Yeah, cool, he had to cool. print, yeah. he had to print out the instructions at work. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all fantastic. Right. Jake, what else, man? I got one more thing here. Um, this is my USS flag, I guess. Uh, let me <laughs> see if I can. Uh, I can get this box. Oh, look at nice. Oh, oh, this is just the box here. So this is a. Uh, it is Godzilla, the 98 Biolante version. It is a remote-controlled uh, figure. It has, like, a metal skeleton underneath. It, you have to, like... I was looking at the instructions, and it actually tells you to sew the rubber suit over the robot. This one is uh, was thankfully already done. Yeah, because you wouldn't have done it. Up here. Yeah, how would yeah, have had to do Wow. Look how big that guy this is. This guy is huge. Yes. Now when everything, he, everything moves, mouth moves, he roars. He has a very large remote control here. Walks. Oh, cell phone. It is. That yeah. looks like the, amazing. That looks yeah. like the remote control uh, for the lawnmower and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I love that for <laughs> roar. It says bark. Forward, turn left, turn right, wave head, bark. I love it. Probably uh -huh. was all, dude. It, you could start using it for your Ghostbuster stuff. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna come in, Ray. I'm gonna have him fight my Sentinel. Uh, oh, that'll be good. That'll be a good picture, yeah, at least. I like that. Or get them both high chairs and take them out to a restaurant. Yeah, yeah I want to get him sure. a shirt, a little outfit, or something. A little Jake, when, he, when he's doing his remote control, is it does it roll or does he walk? So he walks, but he has wheels, you know, to drag his tail. But he okay. actually walks. I don't have um. So I. The instructions are in a language that I don't speak. Um, okay. I went out and I bought a battery for the remote, uh, and I bought – it takes a 9-volt. So I bought an extra 9-volt thinking that maybe he took that as well. But then when I got him opened up, he takes two 9-volts and four D batteries. So yeah. I don't have any batteries in him yet. That is so many batteries. Okay. Mm. Yeah, but he's got, like, the spines are Velcroed on, and you can, like – undo that and you can see the like robotics inside oh, that's of it. So, so cool. tight. And you've been eyeing that for a while, right? Yeah. So a friend of mine got this from a, a like some of his friends do that thing where they buy storage units. Okay. This was just in somebody's storage unit. It is complete. Like it's a it's 
all here. And uh, they knew he liked Godzilla. He's not like a collector, but he likes Godzilla. So it's been sitting in his house out of place. And I've every I've been to his house a few times and I always just like stare at it in annoyance that it's not mine. And I was, <laughs> I was having a conversation with him. I was like, hey, man, you know, if, uh, if you ever want to get rid of that thing, I'll take it. And then the next day it was in my possession. Nice. I love that. Sometimes yeah, it works out awesome. that way. Mm-hmm. It's pretty serendipitous because I, those are pretty expensive, right? <laughs> they are. It's huge, I imagine. <laughs> they are. They're they're, they're rare. This this company made a few different um, of the Godzilla suits, but they're they're hard to find. I tried to look it up, uh, you know, on eBay. There's none in the sold listings. Oh, okay. A few that are like up for sale are way more money than I would mm-hmm. ever spend on it, but. Um, yeah, I'm well, you pretty much bought it work, Disney animatronic. So. Yeah, I'm trading him. In, I'm, I'm trading him in, in work, so like you know, no money is actually coming out of my pocket. So it's it's gonna be it's it's good for both of us. Nice. How much are the ones Parenting. on eBay? Are they like a thousand dollars or more? There, there's one on eBay right now. I think it's a buy it now. It's fifteen hundred. Wow, that's yeah. a All big right. boy. Great purchase. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ray Cameron <laughs> asked first before this was, "Are you going to get a stroller?" And then Blue Chainsaw Man uh, gets a support animal vest. Yeah. You can take it on the plane. That'll be great. Yes. I'll get him a little, like a cat carrier. Bring him on the plane with us. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, and anyways, that. that's and that a, was that. That's a great pickup. Yeah, Good man. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Paul, are you a, a, a Godzilla or a kaiju fan? Is that, yeah, uh, does absolutely. that scratch an itch for you? Wow. That, that, that's just created an itch for me, actually. You know, I was like, oh, oh you got a Mothra. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have anything to show off, but I did show this off and talk about it on Monster Island with Jake and Jakey. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of our spinoffs. Yes, yeah, one wow. of our spinoffs. Jakey can talk about it, but I was just plugging it. It was you, a lot of fun. You said everything. Thank you. Abby was yeah. on Monster it's Island. On it was channel. one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Great. New, yeah. Year, new yeah. to Kaiju. Uh, it's very cool. Check yes. It out. Very I'm, cool. I'm very intimidated by the, the world of Kaiju, but uh, Abby's always watching uh, Godzilla movies, and I'm, I'm, I'm it's, it's piquing my interest more than mm-hmm. it has in, in the past. So it's very. Cool you got stuff. some Safubi. I do have some Safubi for mm-hmm. the first time. We we went to, uh, it, but it's just like it's kind of like the Hot Toys world. It's just it's a whole other world of collectibles, and it you really, you know, you my biggest thing is I like to be as educated as possible about the toys and action figures that I'm buying, um, or at least surround myself with people who know. That's why I'm always texting Jake and Ryan and being like, "Hey, I'm about to buy this thing. Is this a good deal? Like, am I like? Luckily, I had educated myself on the USS Flag. I knew I was getting uh, a fair price on it." Um, but I mean, when I first started collecting, I was overpaying for stuff all the time. Cause if you don't know, uh, it's easy to kind of like make a mistake or get taken advantage. Yeah. So of. make so friends. They're hoping, for. <laughs> they're hoping. Yeah. That's what they want. The people. Um, so let's talk about Ghostbusters a little bit. If, if, uh, if we can, um, I know we're all huge, uh, fans and, uh, Paul, um, you mentioned earlier, you built the proton pack, uh, GB fans, uh, was where you found, uh, your resources for that. Yep. Um, are you, and obviously you showed off your, your, uh, your Weta stuff. Are you actively purchasing, you know, Ghostbusters action figures? Are you buying vintage stuff? What, what kind of, you know, what is your collecting hole right now for? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, to put it in perspective, I backed the HasLab proton pack. So I got two of them, uh, that I've ordered. Uh, and that's because I got two of the Spengler ones, uh, in my possession. One I bought through Hasbro, Pulse, the other one, I completely forgot I got one through Hasbro Pulse, and a buddy of mine was was at Toys R Us up here, and he's like, do you, do you want one? I like, yes, yes, absolutely. So now I have two of those, which is great. Um, 
like yeah, I I have all the Plasma series figures. Um, the uh, the Target exclusive Ecto one from Afterlife. I've got the gigantic Lego version of Af- the Afterlife Ecto one uh, and the smaller older uh, version. Um, yeah, it's just like I've got I, I'm, my Grails are. I'm looking for the Maddie trap. I've got the the Maddie uh, PKE meter and I've got the Maddie. Uh, goggles ecto goggles but i want the trap now i've got my own replica version of the trap it's made out of resin it lights up it's got the screen accurate pedal i've actually got the itt relay uh that is screen accurate that's hard to get and it's on the pedal and stuff like that but i'd I'd love to get something a little bit lighter now i do have the spirit all the spirit stuff i've got pulled up because you can mod it it's light uh just needs good repainting and, and and cleaning up to make them look a little bit more legit uh, and they're super light, which is what I love. Mm-hmm. And I'm secretly kind of holding out for Hasbro to do release another three pack for Haslab thing, like the PKE, the goggles, and a trap. Because I think if they did that, that trifecta, then it would complete what they have going on with the pack and stuff. But um, yeah, no, it's it's just like I'm all in on all that stuff uh, now with the vintage real Ghostbusters stuff. Uh, I never really liked that when I was a kid. So I, I, it's for me, it doesn't really do very much for me um, just because uh, I think they're just a little bit too cartoony, which is weird um, for me to say. But I do, I, I do, it's, it's, it's like, I, I just love the hyper accurate stuff. Um, so sure. That, that's yeah. I mean, if you don't, and if you don't have the, the nostalgic connection to it, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely agree with you. I think Hasbro, if they are to put out a PK meter and a trap, those would be like home runs. Um considering how well the you know the wand and the pack did and everything um you mentioned the mattel trap uh i never had it until last year i finally got my hands on it uh and it was all and it it really is a great replica toy it really is cool but what's happened is uh and i think most of our you know watchers are probably pretty familiar with this it's very valuable now it's gone Mm -hmm. it's kind of skyrocketed in price uh, you know, I think it was like it was under 200 bucks when it first came out, but that's already 10 years ago, maybe. So yeah. um, they uh, uh, Ryan, did you ever have the Maddie Trap or do you have it? Absolutely. I got it when that first came out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there is something about the PKE meter, like right off the bat. Well, the PK meter is one of the best. Like, if we if we were making a list of like the five just top five Ghostbusters toys of all time, I think the Maddie PKE would would make the list. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, the only thing, sorry, just just interrupt. Go for it. So with that Maddie PKE, like I know I overpaid for it completely. Like back in 2016, I found an eBay listing for it in Canada. I was like, oh, this is something I want, and I totally overpaid for it. Um, but I didn't care. But the thing is, for me, is they have it's not screen accurate sounds. And right. there's there's somebody there's a guy named David on in Germany, and he's got a modification kit where you can just uh, all you need to do is like open it up and solder it and, and you know replace the speaker and whatnot. You can get it. He doesn't make those anymore, or he he's not making them anymore. So like for me, that's that's a search too. Is just trying to find a way. But I can't get my head around Arduino programming. It's not like I'm more of a plug and play. Just give me give me the stuff to solder together, which is fine. Don't make me program. Oh, me me, I'm even worse than that. When I built my first pack, um, I used the GB fans light and sound kit, which was yeah. no soldering, fully plug and play. I was like, look at me. I build things now. Like I just <laughs> plug these things together. Yep. Like the fact that I was even able to wire a speaker and have sounds come out of it. I was like, I'm Mr. Yeah. Wizard now. Look at me. Um, 
But um, yeah, I mean, I think with Afterlife too, there's a really cool opportunity to do that that PKE taser. I think that would be really really cool. Yeah. Um, so and uh, you mentioned Dave. I think I think we met Dave at FanFest. Yeah, a couple years that ago. dude's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's great. He does really great um, stuff. The Ghostbusters community is really cool. Not today they're not because we're about to talk about uh, we're about to talk about it. Yeah, but they normally, were cool today. <laughs> normally they're you know pretty cool. Um, so we talked about the uh, uh, the and by the way, if somebody has a Maddie trap, you know, slide into Paul's DMs. Yeah, there's a couple saying. I, the people. Bo Beard might have them. one. Bo Beard might have. But that's one. being spoken for by Brock, so we'll have to talk to Bo. Well, he's Bo's spokesperson. Okay. Um, so <laughs> let me bring this uh, into uh, the conversation. So uh, we all know that the uh, Spangler Proton Pack was fully funded. It's coming 2023. They are re-releasing and putting more Spangler wands into production. But it was announced today they will be slightly different. Uh, where's there? Uh, there we go. Okay, so it was announced today that the tip of the Spangler wand and the new ones that are coming. If you have a pre-orders from Hasbro Pulse or Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, etc., the tip that was originally silver is now being painted orange. Uh, this is a safety, uh, legally mandated thing. Anybody who's ever had a toy gun or been to a convention knows that the tips of guns are uh, typically orange to (laughs) signify that it's not a real weapon. Um, I saw this today, and my first reaction was, you could have told me it was already orange, and I don't think I would have. I would have believed you, (laughs) because, like, it just never even dawned on me. Like, it's a toy. It's a cool replica, but it is a toy. But Um, the tip. What? How are you just making fun of the people freaking out? But the tip! But the tip! It, it turned into a thing today. There were people who were not happy about this. People are t- canceling. They, what are they canceling? Their Spangler proton packs? Because I've seen people the say that they're canceling, yeah. They I, I didn't think order just, one. I think people just want to be mad. They want to be... It's like, it's outrage culture. It's yep. like, what? Yep. How dare they? It's like, you know, it's an easy fix. Yeah. When you get it home, you don't even have to use paint. You can just get a silver tip Sharpie. Yeah, and you could you could do that. It, it's not a big deal, and <laughs> unless you make it a big deal, if you want to get on your soapbox and that's the hill you want to die on, by all means. But there are so many better things to complain about in life than the tip of a of, of a toy neutrona wand. Like you know, like the same people. It's like you know that's not a real proton pack, right? Like you know <laughs> no. that it's yes. not an actual nuclear accelerator. It looks like one, mm-hmm. but are you going to be mad that it doesn't come with an Alice pack frame? No, you make that adjustment if you want to, you know, and it'll have those anchor points. But it's like, what are you, what are you getting so mad over? Well, right? I, like, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, if they shrunk it in size, if they made it look completely different, then that's a bait and switch. But if you put an right. orange tip on it, just to be, you know, to comply with federal regulations or whatever, you kind of go, you do what everybody else does. It's like, yeah, cool. And you fix it yourself, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. not, I don't know. It's, I, I find as a society, there, it's like, this is why we can't have nice things. Yep. It's this is why. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I was watching, uh, those are all really great yeah, points, and I agree with all of them. be like, well, the tip sent me over the edge. It's <laughs> right. a ridiculous. I was, well, I think I was... a lot of people are just blowing hot air. I, I don't think yeah. anyone's canceling their order. 
No, I I wish they would have gone a little further and made the orange hat light silver. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this when I was watching a geek dad life, a friend uh, Jay was streaming earlier and he was talking about this. And the comment I made, I was like, hey, I could point 10 other things about the proton pack that are inaccurate that are already there. Like it's it's a it's a replica. It is a toy replica everybody needs to chill but if you remember when mattel remember when maddie collector put out uh, the wand for the first time and uh the the wire on the back uh was going to be red instead of green green this is, <laughs> this is not the first time or maybe it was the other way around uh this is not the first time that the ghostbusters fandom collectively has been up in arms about the color a swatch color of a, of a tiny piece of a toy um <laughs> Well, and, uh, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, Ghostbusters. That's that's they don't have the lock on on outrage. I mean, do you do remember the knee uh, knee pad gate for Mandalorian season one? The Ooh. scout troopers had oh, their knee pads troopers. on upside yeah. down, and they lost their shit. And was like, wow, you really <laughs> you got pulled out of the episode. You couldn't enjoy it anymore because you noticed the knee pads were upside down, and that was it. They were a bunch of idiots, and there's no way you could trust them in terms of storytelling because the knee pads were wrong. You know, what? and it was just like, wow. Jake has said this a lot, and I'm going to steal his line. Or actually, Jake, you can you know where I'm going, so go well, for it. Yeah, I was just going to say once once something like that, and when a mistake happens like that in something like Star Wars or Ghostbusters or whatever, it's not wrong. It's canon. Now. It's canon now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A stormtrooper so, could just haphazardly put it on, and, it and might those be two down. would have. Yeah. If anybody put on upside down, pads. Well, there's the, you gotta remember the empire's gone, right? The emperor's not there to like do quality checks, so they're just yeah, like, ah, oh, man, whatever, <laughs> man. He's too busy making Snoke's in like the jar to worry about. They're it. more comfortable yeah. upside down. They don't know yeah. that, but they're more comfortable when you wear them. It might not be regulation, but it feels better on your legs. Yeah. But that happened in Afterlife, the first scene um, when Phoebe puts on the proton pack and the straps are flipped, and. Listen, if you've never put on a proton yeah. pack or if you just found a proton pack like yeah. yesterday and had no idea what it was, there's a 90% chance you're going to put it on wrong or upside down or flip straps. Like something's well, going to happen. But you guys have interviewed Ben Eady before, right? Like he's been yeah. on this channel. Yeah. yeah. So, ben, I mean, this is this is the reality of working on a film set is I, my pack is 45 pounds, right? It's old. It's got fiberglass, aluminum on it. It's like big and heavy. You're putting it on yourself. Those traps, the straps just twist around. Yep. Right. And that's just like you're doing it and you're trying to, you don't know. It's just like you you just want to get it on your freaking back. And Ben was telling me that when that happened, they'd already established that they were twisted. So they had to keep it twisted because you didn't see her or anybody correct them. So they kept them twisted backwards. So it, it's a continuity. It's not a continuity error, but it is a kind of like a real life thing that happens yep. in movies. One of the things I hate about being an actor is like when you you go in and, you know, they come in and they, they make sure everybody looks clean. And it's like real life, you get wrinkles, stuff pulls. It doesn't look great, but that's kind of the authenticity of it. Yeah. You watch a movie where, you know, they've gone through hell. There's fire, brimstone, and they, you're everybody's makeup is perfect. Oh, yeah. And it's like they've got the artistic, the, the, the beautiful smudges that are yeah. just perfectly placed. And you kind of go, come on. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. So when stuff like that (laughs) happens, people who want to scream authenticity are suddenly like, that's not screen accurate. Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right, Jacob. It's it's canon now. It's canon now. now. So 
Well, when I, at DragonCon last year, I I I had never done a superhero costume, and I did Captain America from Infinity War because I was literally like, you know what? It'll be comfortable. It's Captain America, and, and he always looks great. Ten minutes later, my boots are falling off, my belt, my suspenders are broken. I was just like, no, this sucks. Trying to keep your mask straight. <laughs> a superhero a costume is the most illogical thing for superhero fighting. But that's why. We well, even it. when we wear our Ghostbusters costumes at the Dragon Con parade, like there's a lot of like, well, is this in the right place? And and then yeah. things just kind of get jostled as you're walking it. Try so. to put a slime blower on. Yeah, exactly. Except the change of real life. Yes. Not Um, always perfect. I love that. I love this is good. We are I think we're making I think we solved the Ghostbusters fandom today with this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they'll calm down now. Um Paul Orange tips are canon. While we have you for these next couple of minutes. Um what um as a fan of Ghostbusters who I'm sure you were looking forward to afterlife as much as anybody, what what was it like for you to uh finally check it out? Was it uh was it a sigh of relief? Was it yeah. was it nerve wracking? Yeah, yeah. I, I I saw it late because I was on the road, uh, and one of the big things was I had to see it with my family. Uh, so we waited till I got back home. It was weeks after the release. I'd been ducking and dodging spoilers like crazy. I got zapped by Hasbro of all places, uh, just because of the 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 two pack release of Phoebe uh, and yeah. you know, and I saw it. I was like, fuck. So <laughs> you kind of just you know you. you you can put it two and two together because it is called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right, right. And yeah. we all know that, you know, Harold's gone. and But they're not going to, you know, you can't have a Ghostbusters without him. But uh, it, for me, was, um, I cried. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. it. It hit all those emotional spots for me. Didn't feel like it was too much fan service. Um, I think it, it didn't focus too much on the, on the original crew either. They were just there in the background. I, it just felt like, a conti- like the perfect w- perfect way to continue a franchise series. Yeah. Uh, the tone was right. The emotionality was right. It, was, it felt authentic to me. Um, the, those kids were imminently watchable. Uh, McKenna Grace, look out. Like she's got a career ahead of her because oh, if yeah. she was like a little kid pulling off that sort of emotional mm-hmm. range, good Lord, fantastic. Yeah. And from everything that I've heard, she's a true professional on set and an absolute delight to work with. So, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Logan Kim is as podcast. I thought it was a scream. Um, you know, everybody was great. Paul Rudd, good lord, that man He's the best. can be in anything. He's the best, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, for me, it was just it felt right. It yeah. felt right. And I know there there are people who just want to be ah fucking blah, blah, you know, and they they want to complain cult, like it's the outrage culture, and they yeah. kind of go, you know, for for what it was for me as a as a diehard Ghostbuster fan who saw it when I was twelve years old in the theaters, nineteen eighty four, and it rocked my world, and it stuck with me for so long that when I, you know, when I hit my midlife crisis, I didn't want a car or a motorcycle. I wanted a proton pack. I love that. It says I'm getting, a lot. I'm like getting amped up. I like, know. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was for me. This is this, and then unashamedly weeping throughout. Uh, that whole thing, yeah. because they, it was a really, really lovely. It was a love letter, I think, to the fans mm-hmm. without being overly, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? What, what you're trying to do too much, right? Like you're trying to just desperately gain. Yeah, heavy handed. Yeah, it's just like just the right levels, like the right notes. Completely agree. Delicate. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting to me. And we'll we'll get off the afterlife thing. But like, um. It did some of the same stuff. Oh God, I, what am I? What am I doing? I, I'm just gonna do it. To do this. I'm about to do it. Oh boy! It did some of the same stuff um, with the characters, 
uh, that The Last Jedi did, um, <laughs> where it kind of subverted uh, some people's expectations of, you know, uh, what a character is or what they what their motivations would be, who they would be down the road. Um, I'm talking about Luke Skywalker, by the way, but also compared to like where Rey is in Afterlife and where Egon is. And it, it's jarring at first. Um, but by the end of the movie, there's this this resolution and there's this this uh, reunion and it in, in a little two hour movie, it just hit all the, it did all the things that uh, that like the fans, I think, really wanted. And yeah, there is some people who don't like it, but like the overwhelming majority of the fandom said, yes, you did it. That kicked ass. And that never happens. Mm-hmm. I think the last I, mean, I think, honestly, no joking, the Mandalorian is the last thing is like the only star Wars property since like empire strikes back, basically where collectively everybody went. Yes. Cause even return of the Jedi had its detractors in its time. I think over time people learned to love it as they should. Cause it's the best star Wars movie. Um, but you know, for fandom to, uh, I'm just like dropping in my own little opinion. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's an interesting. Let's let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about that. These are Craig facts. These are Craig facts. But okay. what? And, and I'm not even making a. I'm making a statement. I'm asking a question. But for a fandom to collectively be like, yeah, that worked. That was awesome. That's a rare occurrence. Uh, yeah. In, in modern fandom. So. Yeah. Very I know. Yeah. Well, but certain. you're yeah. you're right. And uh, what I liked also about like with uh, with afterlife and what. I think uh, like Cobra Kai does and what uh, the Mandalorian does is that they don't try to build off the foundation that's already laid out. Like, so even when you're following characters that aren't from the main shows that we remember, the foundation's still there. So everything is recognizable. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. I couldn't agree more. Well, so. I, and the lovely thing about those shows are they're creating a new fan base as mm-hmm. well. It's not just appeasing the old G, OG fans and they're not gatekeeping it. They're really actively making these shows more relevant and attracting a newer, younger fan base, which is what these shows need to do. Look, if, if you love, if you hated The Last last Jedi so much that you're like, you know, I, I'm done with Star Wars or this, like it was and literally just because it does, it changes the perception of these characters. Go watch the original trilogy. It's still there. No one's going to take them away. It's not like they're gone. It's just Last Jedi all the time. It's none of that. So just go and watch that and enjoy it. But these these rampaging sort of hate-ons where, where people just like feel so offended and shocked and outraged. That's the other, you know, outrage culture. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that sense of entitlement where literally the argument, their argument boils down to it wasn't the way I would have done it. Head or it wasn't the way yeah. I would have liked to have seen it. It's like, yeah, well, guess what? There, and that's the thing. I, I personally, and I'll fight people on this. I like the Last Jedi just, and I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I liked it because it took these characters someplace else. It wasn't a retread of every single movie we'd seen before. If I wanted the original trilogy, I would have watched it again because yeah. it's still there. But let's hey, let's bring in new fans because really. Let's stop with the gatekeeping and saying, well, this is where it should have been the entire time. It's just, it really is being open. The 2016 yeah. Ghostbusters answered the call. I enjoyed it. I knew it was outside of the world that was originally established in the first two movies, but I didn't care. It was another Ghostbusters movie and it was different. So it's, it was like I, the, the misogyny, the hatred that just sort of came rolling out in waves was just 
embarrassing. Yeah, yeah we started the Dude. podcast to fight that. Yeah, yeah it's like it's a movie. You're really people are actually dying because of social injustice, and you're mad because of a movie. Right. Yeah. Oh man, come on. Yeah. Well, they'll get mad over an orange tip. So movies are like, yeah, you know, like the like movies are yes. basically reality. Yeah, you can't. Talk. Yeah, um, no one's coming by to like knock on your door and take your original trilogy away from you. But like, my thing is, yeah. like, I, I think that the, uh, we've gotten way far away from toys, but that's okay. We're about to get to sad comments and wrap this all up. By the way, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. This has yeah. been a ton of fun. We, yeah, man, yeah, the conversation. Got a marriage uh, proposal from Ray. Oh, marriage proposal. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a first for the channel yeah. um, and by the way uh, there's a lot of people watching so if you're new to the channel make sure you tune in every Tuesday night at 9.30pm for Toy Anxiety uh, and what helps us the most is if you're watching this like the video leave a comment subscribe to the channel uh, that helps us kind of spread the word uh, we have tons of content on Yes Have Some but uh, mm -hmm. uh, most of you know about that so I won't go uh, much further on that the last point I was going to say is that what I value in fandom and watching these movies is intelligent discourse. Not mm -hmm. everything's for everybody. Have your opinions, state your opinions, defend your opinions, and have fun with it. Not yeah. everything needs to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, a clickbait. I can't, believe, you know, the 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 other part of YouTube, the toxic part of YouTube culture. Uh, it's just not fun for me. I'd rather if you don't like a movie, great. If I liked it, great. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. let's have our our words and then move on. Um, I find whenever one gets mad about something, Kathleen Kennedy's always fired the next day. Always, according to YouTube. Just wait till they get her. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, and gets Kathleen Kennedy fired. <laughs> so, oh yeah, the best one. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, there's been forty percent too much back to tank. I used to love back to tanks before this year. Oh. Um, so, dude, back to tank gave us a fight scene where Boba Fett's in his underwear. I oh, know, loved slippery it. Boba. Come on, slippery Boba. come on. Where I can't wait for that hot toy. <laughs> slippery Boba. <laughs> slippery that's, Boba. That's gonna that's gonna be the hottest cosplay for, for celebration. Oh, Tony's. <laughs> You're gonna be all. <laughs> he's gonna be all greased up, running through. It's like security can't stop me. <laughs> I'm Boba Fett. Be the Willow Run. There you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they'll do like a parade of like Boba Fett's in their underwear. Yeah, <laughs> o oiled up Boba Fett's like slipping down the hallway, yes. <laughs> yeah. knocking over Jawas. We talk about Boba Bowling. Were you knocking down Jawas? <laughs> be amazing. That would be so cool. Um, well, we're, what we're going to do now, we have our final segment of the evening. It is called Sad Comments. And if you've never watched the show before, what we do is uh, Jake, Ryan, myself, whoever for the week, uh, scours the internet for the latest commentary, uh, for the latest rational commentary on toys and action figures. And uh, we read it here. Not to judge, but just to... To give a platform. Just to give a platform to the people. Mm -hmm. um, now, Ryan, who, who found some sad comments this week? Oh, that's I, got, I, I. I dropped the ball this week. No, I got fine. a few. I got, you got a, few. a couple. And are yeah. these about <clears throat> what? What topics are we covering this week? All over. I got some NECA stuff. I got a Super Seven. Uh, Andre the Giant one. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard. Okay. Cool. Take it. Um. Uh, all right. And uh, we'll we'll do a couple of these, and then we'll wrap up. All right. So let me get. Hold on. Let me get the music going. Um. Real quick, while I get this music loaded up, Paul, could you um. 
go ahead and uh, let us know about your YouTube channel again. Let the people know where to find you. Yeah, sure. Um, again, uh, my YouTube channel is called Bitter Asian Dude Inc. Uh, I do uh, unboxings. I just dropped my first mukbang video, uh, which is just as awkward as it sounds. It's literally just me eating uh, ramen uh, in front of a camera. Uh, so my members, they really, really wanted that. And uh, I was like, okay, I, I've, I've seen them before. They're weird. But it really got me sort of curious as to the subculture behind that. Oh, interesting. And why they came about. Um, apparently, it's just it started with uh, in, in Korea, of course. Uh, but uh, people who are living alone wanted to watch them because they, they just wanted to hear the sounds and have the visual of somebody eating with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was one of the things. So I thought that was like really, really interesting. And of course, they've blown up to, to be all these different sub subsects of what it was originally made, which is great. But that's Bitter Asian Dude Inc. on YouTube. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Angry Appa. And oh, there's another channel. We do a Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett uh, recap on uh, my buddy's channel, Toying Around. I'm one of the panelists on there, along with Yoko McCann and one of the Toy Migos. His name is Ernie. I can't remember his last name. Oh, very <laughs> but, cool. uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. Friday, yeah. Friday nights at 9 Eastern. Okay. So You're- we'll make it sure we're not competing because we do ours at Friday nights at 10 Eastern. 10 it's the Boba, the Boba yeah. Book Club or at 10 30. Oh. So hey, once you, well, by the way, Yoko um, from Super 7, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She she used to be at Funko, and she's uh, does the marketing at Super Seven. She's great. Um, and uh, so yeah, go watch their recap, and then hop on over to ours. It's great. Tons of Boba Fett content for Slippery. <laughs> great. Back to back Boba. Back to back Boba. Yeah. It's just, a, it's a... just oil yourself up, slide into one show, and then slip on into the other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, and also I. Uh, Paul, the the signed trading card that that you slipped over to Ryan uh, was very exciting for me because I am a uh, I'm a card guy. I've been ripping okay. boxes of Star Wars cards on uh, on one of our playlists. YHS Cardio, been ripping cards. So uh, hold on a second. So I've got with me Tops actually was kind enough to send me a number of these cards. Oh sweet, that are blank. You know what? I'm going to sign one for you and for Jacob and Abby. Oh, thank you so much. uh, We'll send them your way. And maybe if you're lucky enough, I'll write a nice uh, postscript on the back of it like I did with Ryan. Ryan, have you told him that story? Uh, No. Hang on. I think I might be able to reach and grab mine. So... so yeah, well, I'm excited too because like uh, there's some really nice new Star Wars products coming out, and I'm assuming you've you've signed for them, or hopefully you have. And uh, I I want to I, I want that's so generous of you, and I, I really appreciate that. But I also hope to to get one uh, out of one of the boxes too because it's just it's just cool. It's just a fun. Um, I also did not realize. Speaking of subcultures, I have a feeling I never understood ASMR uh, oh, videos, yeah. but I think the reason why people like the pack opening and the why i like it is the sound of the packs yeah. opening. you didn't even know it and yeah. you're making oh, i didn't even know it i didn't yeah. have no idea <laughs> uh, paul that's that's thank you so much that's yeah, very thanks, cool okay so oh. this is my card oh, so on friday he gave a card to our, my buddy steve he's from the he's also on the gen gen x-wing podcast okay uh we're probably gonna have him on for a episode of uh, bubble book club uh, awesome guy, and that's how I met yeah. Paul. And uh, oh, I can't remember if we were talking shit about something. This is that Stormcrow, and you're writing his card out, and we didn't realize that you flipped it over, and then you wrote on his, 
Oh, and fuck you. <laughs> um, it was P.S. Fuck you at the end. Yes, fuck you. The beginning was really and the front half was beautiful. Like my brother, it was really yes. <laughs> this and that. Really thoughtful, and we're looking at it. And we're just kind of like, oh, that's such a nice card. And he just randomly flips it over just to just to look at the card. And it says, you know, P.S. Fuck you. We both just pop right. Like, oh my god, so funny. And uh, yeah, and so then what he did mine, he wrote something really nice, and uh, yeah, I got uh, I got something there too. I love it. I love that. Perfect. Um, oh, now, now we're definitely getting monetized for that one. But uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. You don't. As long as the f bombs aren't like the first two minutes of the video, you're 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 usually pretty good. So, um, okay. Well, that was great, uh, great stuff. Um, let's get to some sad comments. Yes. Jake. No, let's say all the F-bombs now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, here we go. I mean, uh, hope the music doesn't kill you guys. Uh, Haven't had one of these in a while. Uh, you'll see what I mean. I'm glad, I'm glad these guys are back. All right. Here we go. Jacob Walsh. <sighs> I used to think of myself as a patient person, but waiting every day to see if your post will be about the life-sized bride of Chucky dolls <laughs> has made me realize that I am not. Oh, the Chucky doll fans are back. Boy, oh, they I love returned. That. Haven't had a Chucky post in a while. Oh, yeah. Those, no, it's been a while. They, You know, we... We, we toured, uh, we got to go to the NECA headquarters uh, back in November or October, whenever we were up there. And uh, we spoke for the people. We actually asked Randy and the NECA team what the deal was with the Chucky dolls. And they were like, stop it. We don't want to hear it. We get enough of it every day. Yeah. Because it's usually uh, like they're commenting on unrelated posts, like for completely different right, right. Yeah. things. Which that yeah. was clearly an unrelated yeah. post. And also, the answer is the same as everything. Everything is stuck in the middle of the ocean somewhere. So, right. which, by the way, would make a great child's play. It movie. would, right? Like they all, all the Chuckies. Oh my god! The freighter. You mean Toy Story. And... <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> um, all right, Jake. What's what's our next one here? Okay, this is uh, Super Seven. This is on the Andre the Giant. Okay, here we go. Uh, for context, Super 7 has an Andre the Giant license, has done multiple Andre the Giant figures, and just uh, unveiled a new one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Context. There we go. Sad comments coming at you. <laughs> it's literally the worst sculpt I've ever seen. <laughs> Do your artists use reference photos or just sculpt from a fever dream? <laughs> Wow. Whoever buys this must have a guide dog. Oh, oh that's, that's horrible. horrible. Oh, come on. Wow. They, that's pretty harsh. That's horrible. That is a horror. <laughs> like, it went really funny to just really like, I'm, I'm still clutching my pearls. I didn't even realize I was doing that. They hate that figure. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Hey, also, I didn't think the sculpt looked that bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not gosh. that bad. I thought it was a pretty good-looking figure. My yeah. gosh, um, a lot of rational good comments job, out there. All right, uh, Jake, do you have another one? I got one more. It's kind of a long one, and this is uh, uh, about the bring home the bounty. Um, that? I'll, I'll be right back. I get to start. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Should we wait? We, we yeah. Do you want to wait? We'll just. I think we should wait. I bet yeah. he's getting something fun. <laughs> I imagine it could be dinner. He's a, maybe he's going to get a sad comment. That's what like I thought. He, I was like, he's got a sad comment in his closet. It's probably he's just food, food. like when you guys order food. Yeah, and then Abby it, has to go and get it, and she trips yeah. over the entire yeah. setup. And mm-hmm. not this week. <laughs> not this new week. Year, um, new to kaiju. Last year, last week we had to do some editing. Yeah. So. We not oh, yeah, don't please. forget to turn off the stream. <laughs> yeah. It, it, oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Abby, that's what you're talking about. It was yeah. like, can we get uh, Jake and I were both like Garth when Wayne yeah. left the set. It was just fantastic. We just had such a fun time. Uh, hey, guys. Um. Well, good times. We well, actually, probably... now's a good time to actually even talk about the Royal Rumble. You know what? I let's Ryan talk about that, and then I'm going to talk about something. Go for it. Okay. So, oh, yeah. So quickly, hang on. Sorry, Paul. Right before we kick off that last sad comment, I just want to say if you are in group therapy, we are going to be doing a contest for the WWE Royal Rumble men's and women's. Sign up for it. You're going to get put into just like a lotto number, just like a wrestler. If your wrestler wins, you will win a toy package. Uh, we don't know what's going to be in that package because we're arranging that right now. But next yeah. Saturday, instead of not Sunday, but Saturday, is the Royal Rumble on the 29th, I believe. Yep. So okay. uh, it's gonna be ne- this week, we'll, we'll have, I'll sure. get that set up in group therapy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, don't forget to sign up. If we get 60 entrants, you get one wrestler. If we only get 30, you get two wrestlers. So it's all going to yeah. depend on who who signs up. It's cool. a free sign up. Uh, group therapy is our official Facebook group, so join us. It's uh, you don't have to be part of Patreon or anything, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have some fun. That was a lot of fun last year. Uh, the Royal Rumble is always fun, but having a you know having a dog in the in the race makes it even like <laughs> you know you're really cheering these guys on. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I hope um, I don't get Johnny Knoxville. God, yeah. I <laughs> Um, and then also we are going to be doing the Jeffries, the second annual Jeffrey Awards uh, are coming up, or uh, the YHS Toy Awards. Um, I posted it today. I'll share it here real quick. Uh, we have our official uh, nominees. Uh, I know it's kind of small on the screen, so um, go to our social media, Instagram and Facebook, and you can see all the nominees. Uh, we had a ton of fun doing the Jeffries last year. Who will win Toy Line of the Year? Who will win Figure of the Year? Uh, you'll find out on tuesday february 8th uh very much looking forward to that so um you know it's basically the oscars for toys yes the jeffries yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. the most respected toy award show Mm -hmm. in the world well you know i got we're part of the toy association you know because of toy fair and everything and i I got their list for toy nominees and i was like i haven't heard of any of these it's all like (laughs) it's all like kids like under three play sets Mm -hmm. and stuff and i'm like i mean it sounds cool but i can't uh, you know, I can't live with myself just voting for something I've never. Yeah, those aren't heard the of. real toy awards. <laughs> so, um, all right, I don't have a golden giraffe. Oh, and we have to acknowledge that we have a super chat. Thank you so much, Blue Chainsaw Man. Here's for toy anxiety. Fuck budget jar. Also, sorry to derail, but what toys would Mister Kim collect? What do you do? Do 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 do? Uh, I think that's what we've been talking about the whole time. So, uh, if you could clarify the question, Blue Chainsaw Man, we'll 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 ask. Um, oh, okay. I think he might. I think he means just the character, not yeah, not Paul, but the oh, character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yes. yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, so Mr. That's, Kim. That's, there yeah. you go. There you yeah, go. There the you character. go. Okay, the character of on uh, Kim's Convenience. There you go. Mm -hmm. I was confused by the uh, the question. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so yeah. yes, Mr. Cam on Kim's Convenience. Uh, what uh, what would he collect? That is a good question. Yeah, it's a good question, but mm -hmm. uh, actual, you know, Mr. Kim, he's not uh, spend time playing with a toy. <laughs> Toys for little kid. I am not a little kid. I'm old man. Huh? If anything, maybe I collect a uh, vintage, uh, vintage uh, vinyl. You know the record for the record player. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I see uh, Jacob. Uh, you have a uh, Kojira. Uh, yeah, he's he's a uh, cool, but uh, you know he's just still for little kid. Huh? Maybe you take it away from someone else. And uh, yeah, the tall Ryan. Yeah, we all know you don't have a real toy behind you. Huh? It's just a photocopy of a toy in a very dark shelf behind you. Huh? Not real. It's a hundred percent guarantee to oh take. That's all I say. Huh? Yeah. Wow. wow. That that's the moment. That, I think wow. that's a toy exciting moment. Yes. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, go. That's going to be part of the Jeffries yeah. yes. as a clip. And tune into Patreon, and we'll find out what Carson Tiva collects. No, I'm just kidding. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you so Thank much. You for that. Yeah. Oh, Anytime. I'm flattered. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get to that last sad comment, and then we're going to call it a night. Uh, Jacob, take us home. Yeah. This is, first of all, this one's a little bit longer, and it is missing some punctuation. So, well, you it's always a acknowledge. Confusing. Yeah. We'll that's roll fine. with it. But I just we'll have roll. to say that. And which post is this from? Uh, we're talking about the bring home the bounty. Oh, the <laughs> the Hasbro's every Tuesday or whatever they. Yeah. Yeah. Their <clears throat> Star Wars announcements. Okay, here we go. Star Wars, yeah. mm -hmm. So this is the only thing we're getting for Bring Home the Bounty. Because if this is it, you're really shorting us fans. Why don't you guys show some more action figures of the Book of Boba Fett or something? You know, my vintage collection figures that are coming out, just saying, people at Hasbro, or why don't you show us another version of Boba Fett? without the cloth material for the vintage collection since you've got fans that do not like the cloth material just saying like don't get me wrong that material that you used for the five point articulation figures when you were doing the rogue one capes for the main villain that material would be awesome <laughs> just saying little food for thought for those who even read these comments in hasbro because the cloth material fades and tears. <laughs> and yeah, or you can at least give us some more things that are coming towards the mission fleet figures since you guys are aiming towards kids. You know, because those suckers fly right off the shelves like hotcakes, by the way. The mission fleet figures, that's what I'm talking about. Just say. Okay. Just say. <laughs> wow. I hope that guy's online handle is just saying. And how many times have we you that has gotta be the most times cloth material was ever said in one. I like that there was constructive criticism goods, though. I like For that. some reason I kept thinking that was like J Rock from Trailer Park. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. saying. Just saying. I just oh, love that, that he stuff. just like just when you think he's done talking about the cloth, just the comes cloth right material. back in. Let me go back to that cloth. Uh. We we need to officially change soft goods to cloth material for for, the, for, yeah. for 2022. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, everybody, this has been uh, an incredible time. Uh, Paul, we can't thank you enough for your your time and your uh, your candor. 
uh, and you're you're collecting uh, wisdom because I think uh, I think people are going to take a lot from this episode. I hope they do. <laughs> um, they better. Um, and uh, you can check out Paul's YouTube channel. And good luck with with filming. I know you've got big projects that you're working on. Uh, so congratulations, uh, to, you know, for all of your success. And, Thank you, uh, Ryan. Congratulations on your shelves. Yeah, yeah. get some better lighting. <laughs> <laughs> <That's next. laughs> we appreciate your feedback. No, no, we're just kidding. No, it looks great. We dig earlier. No, everything looks great. For, for context, Paul was the first one to, to say, hey, what's with the yeah. light? <laughs> do you guys think do you guys think that I need to paint each tip of a spine orange before I take it anywhere? Just to make yeah. sure it's safe. Or just, just, sure. the tip. just to make sure and it's, it's safe. Oh yep, man. Well, I will say this. This has been a lot of fun. We're going to end the show now. Let me kill that. For Ryan Dole, Abigail Gardner, myself, Jacob Walsh, and Paul Sun Young Lee, we appreciate your time. This was fun. This was a ton of fun. We will see you next week for Toy Anxiety. Subscribe to the channel. Do all the things that every YouTube channel tells you to do. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye y'all. Good night. Uh, 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 uh.